We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I forgot. These are the guys that did that chant. Yep. Oh, step, dude. If this chant costs them the number one rated recruit, I'm sorry, but I would feel so good about that. This is going to be the best day ever. This is going to be the best day ever. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to Ward Radio. I'm your host, Cardinalis, and today I'm joined via Zoom by the Associate Professor of All Things Apocryphal, Jonah Barnes, who's got a heartwarming story for us today. Today We're uh, talking about the church news of why Gatlin Bear, the biggest football recruit in Idaho history, is serving a Latter-day Saint mission to a controversial spot here uh, with a little spotty history, shall we say, with the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and athletics, and one with which you have personal experience, Jonah. So please take it away. Tell us what's going on. Tell us your personal experience. Jonah Barnes, go. Well, so Gatlin Bear, Gatlin Bear is this kid out of Burley, Idaho. By the way, Burley, Idaho is uh, where my grandfather was They better be good good at football with a name like Burley. Like, (laughs) you better be awesome. (laughs) This kid, this kid was crushing it. So he's, so Gatlin Bear is this young dude from Burley, Idaho, young LDS kid. Awesome kid, handsome kid. Um, he's, he's, he's good at school. He's six foot two. He's about 200 pounds. He's quarterback on the football team. He, um, he also runs track. He does sprints. He set the state record for the hundred meter dash. Really? 10. Yeah. yeah the wow. Dude's that's lightning. impressive. Okay. Yeah. And he's the, and he's on this, 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 uh, football team. He's like the number one recruit. He's the, he's the highest ranked recruit the state of Idaho has ever had. Wow. Okay. okay. So this guy has his choice to go to any university that he wants and, and play for. And this is really exciting for this family. Yeah. Both his parents are big athletes. His whole family, he has older brothers that I think one of his older brothers is like a track star or someplace else. And, but they also serve missions. Okay. And so of course the question comes like, dude, are you going to go, you know, follow your dream and, and rush towards the NFL and jump into some university and, and go play there? Or are you going to go, two years on a mission and risk it all, you know, atrophy and like lose Which your skills. It's not, and like I'll push back on that later because I think there's actually an advantage to the service and returning as a more mature individual. And this idea that a dude that's so fast that he can straight up run the hundred meter or the hundred yard or whatever that dash is in the time he has, that doesn't go away. That yeah, doesn't. Well, Oh, does did, did, did the beautiful, like, yeah, I, I bet you Judy Garland, was no less attractive as a 21 year old than a 19 year old, right? Oh, and I bet you Celine Dion, oh, all of a sudden just like her vocal cords just stopped functioning after 18 yeah. months of service, you know? Well, so, but these are the, these are the type of things the devil's whispering into Gatlin's, sh- in, in his ear. He's saying, Oh, yeah. you're going to lose your skills. You should do it. So he, uh, anyway, so he's now on the stage and people are, are looking at him and trying to recruit him and, and woo him. And uh, he's looking at, he said his top choices are University of Oregon or University of Michigan. Now, Gatlin, Brother Bear, soon to be Elder Bear, let's talk, okay? Because if you got to choose between University of Oregon and University of Michigan, brother, 
There's no choice here. I'm from Portland, Oregon. And I can tell you, please do not come to University of Oregon. <laughs> wait, wait, why don't go to come to Oregon? What's going on? What do you gotta get? I think it's a beautiful mm-hmm. campus with that track and everything. Well, sure, it was built by Nike, so it's the most beautiful campus on the planet. Yeah, okay, they have yeah. all that money to help with recruiting. University of Oregon is probably the second most belligerent, rude, and classless football fans in the world. Oh, okay? back no- that up. Back that up. Number one, number one, University of Utah. Number two has got to be University of Oregon. Okay. The ducks drive me crazy. I drive around and share the road with these people all the time. They're the rudest people okay, in the world. Okay. I do have to say, um, uh, there was the quarterback when I was at BYU in 2007. It was Matt something. Uh, I don't remember his last name, but he got in a lot of trouble for calling the University of Utah a classless mob. All right. Because they were like throwing milkshakes and drinks at his wife and his like mother and stuff. And then they got all bent out of shape when he said, yeah, I can't stand the University of Utah. Max Max Hall. Hall, That was it. Max Hall called them a classless mob and they just freaked out. It's like when you call an anti-Mormon an anti-Mormon and they're just like, no, I'm not. The classless mob got super classless and became a mob. And so you're saying you're saying the ducks are worse, bro. Uh, no, no, no. Nothing beats University of Oregon for class. Oh, no, sorry. You're that saying is, they're a close second. Okay. They're tip of the top, tip of the top. University of Oregon. Now, Max Hall, in his defense, was sitting, his wife was sitting in the in the bleachers and the U of O fans poured beer on her. Okay. So I can sympathize with the guy just a little bit. Classy, yeah. classy guys. But University of Oregon is a close second. So I actually have personal experience with this. Okay, Cardin, you said I have to back this up. There's a picture in the Discord of myself and my kids. When we attended the last BYU University of Oregon football game, okay, Cosmo the Cougar himself showed up in my oh. buddy's backyard and did some backflips for the kids, and it was pretty awesome. Okay, okay. We all cool, excited, cool, cool, all excited to go to the Ducks game to to go cheer for the Cougars. Yeah, and in the bleachers, we're sitting there in those bleachers, and these classy Duck fans started a chant and i put in the discord a little youtube short of the chant and you got to be careful because you're gonna have to do some editing if you play this chant because it was okay, just that on. charming just that classy okay it says university of oregon ducks fans say what they think about B- oh i forgot these are the guys that did that chant yep oh step dude if this chant costs them the number one rated recruit oh. I'm sorry, but I would feel so good about that. Yeah, look, Dude, this I is... I hope so, man. I hope so this, bad. <laughs> okay, for people that are in the audience, you may have remembered this. What, a couple of years ago, or one, two, maybe three years ago, this is what the University of Oregon fans had to say about members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, a.k.a. Mormons. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The Mormons! The Mormons! Oh, 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 well, well. <laughs> All right. So uh, classy guys, classy guys. Yeah, that was. Look, Gatlin, brother, Gatlin, elder bear. You you don't want to play in the big house 
University of Michigan, come on, would be amazing. You don't want to come out here. It's, it rains all the time. They all hate you. No, you want to go to University of Michigan and play in the big... Look, I have zero affinity for Michigan. I don't know anything about Michigan. I don't even really like football that My much. My dad's okay? I think Michigan. Fo- Great I think, place. Great place. Cold I think place. football should be spelled... I think football should be spelled F-O-O-T-B-A-A-L. I don't like football. But, but, not University of Oregon, man. Not the Ducks. Come on. It's got to count for something that they hate us. Yeah. What's the mascot of the University of Michigan? The mascot, if I'm not mistaken, I do believe the mascot is it the Badgers. It's the big M. It's the yellow M on the blue background. What's the mascot of the University of Michigan? Do you remember? The Wolverines? The Wolverines. Yes. It's not the Badgers. It's the Wolverines. Wolverines. No, no. It's not. Is it the Wolverines? I don't know. We're both. We don't follow sports well enough. You know who I, we would don't. Know? My dad would know because he served his mission. It's there. totally. It's totally the Wolverines. Yeah, totally he, the Wolverines. he served east of Biff, Detroit. His name is Biff the Wolverine. Come on, Biff the Wolverine versus Donald Duck. This is a slam dunk or <laughs> Donald a touchdown. Duck I don't built know what by he's Nike. Saying. You know, Donald Duck built by Nike. That's funny. So Come yeah, on, look, bear. Gatlin, Gatlin, you're a stud. We think you're amazing. We have nothing but mad respect for your uh, athletic achievement. In fact, we're going to put this up on the screen just one more time so that everybody can take a look at it. We have nothing but straight up mad respect for your athletic achievement, and we wish you the absolute best in your choice. However, I I mean, a strongly worded letter, at least, to like, you know, I don't know if I want to go to a school that literally says F my entire, you know, like, faith group. that might be just a sit down you want to have with the coaching staff. And <laughs> now, and, <laughs> and Elder Bear, Elder Bear is not a fly by night Jack Mormon. This guy is devout. His whole family is quite devout. His older brothers are RMs and his parents are, are faithful members. And he says in this interview, I love this kid. I love this kid. He's not dazzled by all the lights and microphones and all the, and all the, the schmoozing that they do. He says, I feel like there are zero regrets to serving a mission. Obviously, my faith is very important to me. The biggest thing is the impact you have on other people's lives. The gospel you share, the service you do can really change someone's life. Listen to this kid. There's a kid saying this. He's like, I'm going to go out there, change someone's life with my missionary service. Right on, dude. You're absolutely right. He goes on and he says, as for how uh, he sees himself two years uh, he told the interviewer, I think I'll have a different perspective on the world and other people's lives. I think I'll be a more disciplined and more mature version of myself. Oh, Elder Bear. Dude. You have no idea, man. That's exactly what a mission is going to do. You're going to have that mission long after football is dead and gone. You're going to you're going to have experiences that will change your life. You're going to have a perspective on the world and a maturity that others only dream of. You're doing the right thing elder bear you're doing the right thing yeah and i'll just chime in here really quickly and say that this is such an important decision especially for athletes because i have friends i can name four professional athletes that i was buddy and buddies in high school with Mm -hmm. you know that just went on to play nfl major league baseball you name it actually one one of them uh major league soccer even it's kind of funny um but yeah one of the kids on my team was actually made it to the la galaxy i think he played with david beckham for a while but anyway um yeah it's pretty wild but here's the thing this is something that happens to all athletes whether it's like 
unless they transition into being like top of the NFL guys that end up becoming actors, you know what I'm saying? All athletes reach this point because being athletic is so difficult. I mean, look at a picture of this kid. He's got like no neck. He's obviously shredded. P.S. Proudest mom shot in the planet right there. Oh, you know I what know. I'm it's saying? So Proudest mom shot in the planet, right? But, um, and by the way, props to the dad. Like, he's trying to be stoic and everything, but you know inside he's like gleaming like, those are 23 of my chromosomes, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but right anyway, um, this is something all athletes need. When the road comes to an end, whether because the season ended and you didn't have prospects to make it to the next level or due to tragic injury or due to mm -hmm. just some kind of calamity like Bauer from my high school is a professional athlete who was falsely accused of sexual assault and then had to go. He got kicked out of Major League Baseball just because they hashtag believed all women back then. And even though he was found factually innocent and it was proven that um, mm. he was falsely accused. They're not putting him back in Major League Baseball. He has to like play in Japan or something. I stopped following the story six months ago. I, I, I admit it. I need to check, check up on it, you know. But whether it's due to false accusation or injury or, you know, your, your talent wanes or whatever, there's a moment where this thing you did your entire life that consumed your personal identity comes to an end. Mm -hmm. And these athletes, they don't know what to do with themselves. And they have no coping mechanisms. Hmm. And if they get injured and they were the star athlete, but your knee gets blown out, there's a joke in the NFL. They call it the not for long because the average career, I think, is like 18 to 24 months because we oh all gosh. know the dudes that are quarterbacks for 20 years. And we all the name, we know all the names of the superstars that were in there for 10, 11, 12 years. But everybody else below that line, it's a just puppy mill where injuries calamities, personal issues, just make it so you can't go another season or whatever, you get traded or else they don't want you, you get bumped, you get cut. Whatever the story is, it's called literally the not for long. One of my buddies made it to the M N NFL and he said in their first big official meeting, the guy got up and he literally said, do you know why they call this the NFL? He said, because it's the not for long. Over 50% of you won't be in this room literally two years from now. Oh, and it was God, like, geez. whoa, that's motivating. You know? <laughs> and so you have to have another identity besides athlete, you know, yes. and that yes. identity of being a child of God, that identity as, as being a child of the covenant, that identity as being a disciple of Christ is so integral. And that's what he yeah. will be sharing with other people. And I guarantee you, except for his closest relationships amongst his friends that are athletes, no other relationships will last as long as the ones that he forges during his mission. And he will rely yep. on those for the rest of his life. And I think he is making an extremely wise decision. And the organization that has him post Mish will have a phenomenally well-crafted soul as an athlete. And they're freaking lucky to have him, dude. Yes, very lucky. He'll be he you he will be more disciplined, more mature. It, it, look, it isn't just raw talent that you're born with, obviously. He'll be better at training, better at listening, better at leading. He'll be better at everything. And it goes back to what Jesus Christ said in Matthew chapter 6, lay not for yourselves treasures, lay not up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. That's what this kid is doing. This kid is going to go out there. He's going to have personal experiences with people. He's going to watch them change their lives. He's going to watch the gospel transform people and give them hope for the first time in their lives. And those experiences will last him forever, forever. Now, one personal experience that I have with this, besides being at that Oregon game, 
is that I'm up here in Portland and uh, my priest quorum advisor was a guy who he had the stolen base record uh, really? for the NCAA baseball. Cool. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he played at BYU. He had, had all these records. Awesome guy. Huge athlete for baseball. Um, he was then uh, drafted into the Major League Baseball and he said, great. So he didn't go on a mission. He married his sweetheart, wonderful woman, and they went off to go play. It wasn't long before he blew out his knee. Oh, dude. And, and ended his career. Now, now, luckily for him, he was a charming guy and he got on selling footwear for this little startup company called Nike. Oh, savage. Yeah, he, la- okay. he later became the chief marketing officer for Nike. And so he was a very successful guy and he was my priest quorum advisor when I was a young man. This guy could bear testimony like no one else could. He'd look at these priests and he'd say, don't you dare think about not going on a mission. I'd give anything to go back and redo that and reshuffle my priorities and wow. serve a mission. I can never get that back. And this guy had everything. This guy's a very successful dude. I mean, we all admired him. And he wow. would say, I'm so jealous of you kids because you get to go serve a mission and nothing is as good as serving a mission. Don't you make the mistake that I made? And it was like, okay, okay, bro. we're all going to go. You got it. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> so it was a powerful testimony. So that's going to be Elder Bear, man. Elder Bear, you're making the right decision. All right. Awesome. Well, I got to tell you, I, 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 I'm 100% there with you. I think this kid's got his head screwed on straight. Seems like his, uh, you know, his mom's stoked. Like, I, I mean, <laughs> you know, like that's the that's the look of success right there. That that's the look <laughs> of uh, Travis Kelsey's mom sitting next to uh, Taylor Swift right there. You know, and it looks like dad there doesn't mind wearing the merch of his son. You know what I'm saying? So his dad's gonna get some cool merch here. Pretty, you know, that is actually one of the coolest parts about having family in the NFL or in the NBA is you you actually don't get as much merch as you think you would. Like I had buddies, I was an honorary ball boy for the Clippers for a couple of games. And I remember all the guys that were like the full timers saying like, yeah, it sucks. We literally get like two t-shirts a year. And if they get gross, we have to buy our own. You know what I'm saying? So you, you don't get as much merch as you'd think, but there are some pretty cool giveaways that are only for athletes. We also mm-hmm. had season tickets next to the players wives section at Dodger stadium through my oh, dad's cool. company. And that, that was pretty nuts, dude. Seeing like who professional athletes wives show up with is, is nuts. And we'd be sitting next to him and and i saw a guy little aside right now i saw a dude save like a six or seven year old's life i'm not kidding you he showed up and of course there's these gorgeous women they're all gorgeous and exotic professional athlete wives like you're getting these dudes coming up from the dr being pitchers and you know just full swatters and everything you're getting uh these athletes coming from japan you're getting these athletes coming from all over the midwest anywhere they've married gorgeous women they get to choose whatever athlete they want right and they're sitting like five feet away and of course they have a bunch of kids and the kids are wearing the jerseys of their dads and it's like wow that's like williams's kids right there. that's kind of crazy you know and there we were um in really nice loge seats so when the left lefties would come up to bat and they would shank it would come up and we could catch the balls i actually was able to put my hand on a couple of balls when we were at those games right 
and no joke, these kids were playing with some figurines and the wives have been to a million games and they're just chatting with each other and they're supporting their husband, but they're not paying attention to the game. You know, like somebody might tap them on the shoulder because one of the cameras is putting them up on the Megatron or something. But by and large, the kids got their cards, the kids got their figurines, the wives are talking with each other. Well, there was this guy who was obviously probably a professional athlete himself who'd probably gone to support his friends. He, uh, his friend, he was friends with his friend's wife and their kids were sitting there right and all of a sudden you hear this crack and there's this whiz and you see the ball just barely miss the net that protects the audience it missed it by like six inches and it's it was a fastball that this lefty had just barely shaved and missed so it was coming i'm not kidding you like 90 miles per hour straight for the skull of this kid who's just playing and you hear the audience just gasp it's one of those things that you just hurt you just saw it happening in slow motion everybody's like <gasps> like that and then the dude that was talking to the wife all of a sudden he looks up and with just like cat-like reflexes, he sees it and you just see him go, he dives like professional dive, barehanded jumps and catches the ball barehanded. Could you imagine trying to catch a ball that is traveling at the speed of a professional pitcher's fastball and he just grabs it and catches it? And then you see him just go like, oh, and he shakes his hand. And then the kid looks up from his figurine and is kind of putting together what happened. And the guy just like tosses it to the kid, shakes his hand, and then goes back talking to the wife. Didn't even look around at anybody. It was the most <laughs> based, like most alpha baller Chad thing on earth. The most epic athletic mic drop I ever saw in my entire life was this dude saving kids. If that would have hit that kid's temp out, lights out, like, like that, I, I mean, it, yeah, that's that's rough. It, could have killed the kid. Could have killed the kid. Could have had life altering, uh, traumatic brain injury. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, and he just swats that out of the air, takes it, shakes his hand, drops it in the kid's lap, and then like, oh, it was the coolest thing ever. I, like that was one of the most amazing athletic achievements I ever saw live. Was not on the field. It was in the first loge at Dodger Stadium in Chavez Ravine, and. It was probably second only to Kevin Garnett doing a windmill slam over me when I was a, a Clippers ball boy. That was pretty cool. Different story for a different day. But um, yeah, no joke, man. I got to tell you, I love what Bear's doing, and I think he's making. I, I think he's making the right choice, and I don't even know how we got here. So <laughs> <laughs> you're right. That's how we end it. That's Bear, how you're it, the man, Bear. Good it, idea. Exactly. Awesome. So anyway. Um, Bear, you're a stud. We fully support this. Bear's mom, you're a studette. We see you beaming from outer space. Bear's dad, I hope you get all the merch on Earth. And you know what? Either before you leave on your mission, we'd love to do an interview with you. Fly out here to the studio. Uh, pick your brain a little bit before you go. Or maybe once you get back. You know what I'm saying? We'd love to talk to you once you get back. Either way, we'd love to have you in the studio. This has been real and it's been fun. And it's been real fun. As always, for this and more, please check us out at wardradio.com. This is gonna be the best day ever. This is gonna be the best day ever. Wake up, talk of the morning. The bacon is crispy, the coffee is pouring. My meditation is peeling an orange. The bank says I'm already scoring. I got a parking spot right outside. Step into my brand new ride. All we ever get is green lights and blue skies. This is gonna be the best.